Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in and listening in to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. This is the final episode of our Money, Money, Money series. And we just want to thank you all for just our viewers and our listeners. We keep on seeing our numbers going up and also viewers in different countries. So that's going to lead to our next series that's going to come out. We'll leave you guessing what that's going to be, but that's a big clue right there. But we just want to always say thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for your participation. Um, It'd be great if you left us a a nice little review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. You can leave reviews, like a little rating on there right now. You can also follow us on our Instagram and Facebook and also reach out to us because we would love to hear what you want to what you want to hear what you want us to discuss so we would love to hear from you so thank you thank you yes we really appreciate all the support so far yeah so in this last episode of money 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 we thought we would discuss some organizations and some companies that offer tuition reimbursement so when you're you're graduating from college you're like okay what are some of my options or maybe you're not even sure yet specifically where you want to work but in that meantime where you want to make some money there are some companies that will reimburse your your student loans and there are also some companies as well that will pay for you if you want to return to school that's actually what happened to me when i got my masters there was an opportunity for them to pay a certain percentage for, for me to go back to school. So that's why I actually went for my master's. So I was like, okay, you'll pay for me. I'm going to go. I didn't know that. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's how I ended up getting my master's in paying for that. They definitely paid a, a fair amount so I could pay the rest out of pocket. And thankfully, God is good. I was able to pay for my master's degree. My master's degree is paid for. My undergraduate degree is not. <laughs> but low-key, I'm like, well, if I have the master's, can I get the refund for the undergrad? <laughs> so I don't... <laughs> So I don't have to pay, but that's not how it works, unfortunately. But yes, so let's start it off with a couple of organizations that you can consider or just start thinking maybe during your senior year of of college of where maybe you want to apply to or you may have find some interest in. So Kiki, do you want to kick us off with, do you want to overall talk about AmeriCorps or do you want to talk about a specific organization within AmeriCorps? Well, I can talk about AmeriCorps generally. I feel like that's the one that people know, I don't know if they're the biggest, but one of the bigger organizations that a lot of like college graduates will go into. Because I know like a lot of people now are like, I want to help people. That's AmeriCorps is probably like the easiest way to be able to help people because um, AmeriCorps, and I'm not even going to like try to say specific organizations. Um, well, maybe I will mention a couple, but it's really just like, if you want to be a public servant. So there are a lot of opportunities for like volunteering. Um, it's a lot of like community-based organizations. Um, maybe you're in a school. So like people know Teach for America. I believe that's an AmeriCorps program. Um, I know my, a former, my former employer, the College Advising Corps is a part of AmeriCorps. So it's really just people that are public service minded, wanting to do community-based, wanting to work for community-based organizations throughout the country um, would be AmeriCorps. So I've mentioned a couple um, and it's, it's really to impact predominantly it's like to impact like lower income communities. 
um, people that want to make a change in those communities. So um, the benefits of AmeriCorps, I'll go over them. And I would say it's a great like foot in the door and like understand like Kemi and I, we know we went to higher education. We, any, anybody really in any type of education, we know that there is a huge lack of um, funding in education. You do not, you do not go to education to be rich. Right. Especially like starting out. Like if you're an administrator, then probably making, you're probably making a lot of money. Um, I know I can go, I can go on my, I can Google where I work now and I can see how much the president and like VPs make. Yeah, they usually see how much everybody makes, which is kind of like, ooh. But yeah, we, we know like if you're in student affairs, you're not making a whole lot. You can live. You're not making a whole lot. So, I mean, people that go into AmeriCorps, it's truly because like people that go into AmeriCorps, people that go into education, it's truly because you have a heart to want to help people. Um, so yeah, AmeriCorps, I mean, it's not like a huge salary that you're making. Um, you're probably going to have roommates. You're probably going to be living in in a very like urban community, maybe in a rural community, just like places that really need a lot of help. You know, maybe their resources are, you know, they're lacking resources in education or lacking um, resources in community organizing. They just need they just need assistance and people to come in. Not like, you know, not people to come in, but they just need help to to build their communities basically so perfect yeah perfectly said. is that a good way of saying it? i'm not trying to say they need to you know need somebody to come and sweep in and take over but they need guidance so some of the some of the benefits of americorps if you're a americorps member um and i'll highlight the one that highlight the tuition reimbursement but just to go over a few of them you did you do get a living allowance um they do loan deferment and interest forbearance so i believe while you're in americorps you're not having to pay like any interest at the time, you're not having to pay any loans. So they're deferring you from that. Um, they definitely have opportunity for a professional development um, while you're in AmeriCorps, whatever program you choose. Of course, you'll have an alumni network. But the one that we're highlighting today for this series is money for college and trade school. So I'll just read off of the AmeriCorps.gov website. Um, but it says the Siegel AmeriCorps Education Award is offered to individuals who complete a term of service and can be used to pay for a range of educational expenses, like repaying qualified student loans or future tuition payments. You can earn up to two full education awards with multiple service terms. So basically all that's saying is once you finish your service or your, your term, I think AmeriCorps is usually two years, I think. But once you finish your term... They'll give you some, they'll give you any amount of fund. They'll give you an amount of funding. I think it's a fixed amount. I don't see it on here. It may have changed since um, Mm -hmm. I've seen it before. But I mean, as I was saying, that money can go towards, um, if you have loans, you want to, you know, put some, you know, try to pay off some of your loans. You can use that fund, that money towards that. If you're planning to go back to school, you can use it for that. So that, that's, that's amazing. A lot of employers may probably don't do this. I mean, that's why we're going to this episode today to give you an idea of which ones do. Um, but even like I, I work at a community college, I don't think they are doing that. Like they're not, you know, there's no funding out there to be like, oh, we're going to help you with your, um, the, like I'm saying the community college is not doing that. So um, <laughs> that's one instance, but it's a great opportunity. Like if you really do want to get a foot in the door, 
to be a public servant, AmeriCorps is one of the best programs to do that. And like I said, there's a variety of AmeriCorps programs all over the country. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's really amazing that they give you, you know, money to be able to pay off some of your college debt if you have it, or if you're looking to go back to school, you know, you can use that towards your education too. Right. And I think something that you mentioned too was the Siegel AmeriCorps Education Award. So that's definitely something you're going to want to look for if you find a program, um, if you want to find like a kind of program that you can, can participate in after you graduate from college. Because if they have the Siegel AmeriCorps Education Award, if they have that affiliation, then that is what we're talking about. That is how you will get the reimbursement for a certain amount after you complete the program. So a specific program um, right now that I'm looking at is called City Year. And City Year, they have the Siegel AmeriCorps. And it looks as though on their website, it's around like $6,000 since 2020. I guess they get like a $6,000. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So you can get that after you complete your year of service. And I did have a friend that was in City Year. And Kiki, it is... It is what you said. So I will say, do some research. See if this is going to be a good fit for you. You will be in some areas that may be a little urban or maybe experiencing low-income households. So it may be, maybe if you're a person that has lived in the suburbs for your entire life and this could be your first time having this experience, maybe you should see if that's something you're willing to handle, if that's something you're comfortable with, something you are willing to gain a different perspective on, you know, if you're, if you're ready for that. I did have a, well, you know, Grant, shout out to Grant. Grant was in city year and there was city year in Rhode Island. And it was so random because I'm like, Rhode Island has a program like this. We are so small. How random. And you could see people that were in city year. They were all wearing red jackets. So it kind of looked like they're in some kind of click. And, and, but they were, I, it kind of sounds like they were in these schools during the day and kind of mentoring students and serving as a positive mentor and kind of helping them out with their academics in that kind of way. And they did get a stipend as well for housing and living. I don't think it was obviously a large amount, but I mean, if you're trying to look for a way to serve, give back right after college, get a way to get your loans like paid off and do some of that while you're still trying to figure it out, that can definitely be an option for someone. So don't just throw it to the wind as being, I am above above this, you know? And I think something about, like you were saying, like, um, like service to your community is also about humbling yourself. So I think that's also a great way for you to position yourself before you go into a company or organization as well. You know, getting your feet on the ground and humbling yourself too, and just giving back. So Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I mean, I think I'm, I'm, this might be a tangent, but I mean, that's a good point, Kemi, because... Like you said, if you've grown up in the suburbs your whole life or you've just never experienced any kind of anything outside of your neighborhood, like, yeah, going into these programs, um, like we were talking before we started recording, like Teach for America, um, you know, they're, they're taking people that they're training you for like, you know, a certain period of time to go into, I believe it's predominantly Title I schools and Title I schools just have a don't have the funding they need like resources are low they're not getting like they're not getting new books every year maybe or like their libraries not may you know may not be have the latest technology so you're going into an area that's different than what you may what you may be accustomed to some people may go, be going to an area that it could be their neighborhood that could be where they grew up and where they were raised and they're like you said giving back to the community 
or other people may be coming from a totally different background and this may be a culture shock. So I think that's a good point you made, Kimmy, because that's like, it's showing like what America really is. Like, you know, maybe you've, you know, maybe you've been in your kind of bubble all your life and never seen anything else. And like you said, it's a humbling experience because maybe, you know, you do your service with AmeriCorps, whatever program, and then you go to your company, like you have that mind that you have a different view of what our country really is. And you can take that with you. And maybe you do, maybe you like bring to your company, like doing service and doing volunteer work, bringing a different perspective into a new into a corporate world or a different, whatever, wherever you decide to go. I'm not just, I'm just, I'm saying corporate, but wherever you decide to go. So yeah, it, it can be a really humbling experience. I know like, so a couple, well, not a couple summers ago, many summers ago, when I actually spent a summer in Boston, I got to hang out with Kemi like for yeah, yeah, every weekend. It was really fun, but I did like, I worked at a, well, at an economic development corporation and I got to, um, like go into a lower income neighborhood in Boston, but it was like one of the best experiences of my life. Just being able to see like, cause this, I was working with like young people and they were doing basically, basically social justice for their communities. Like they were, they were fighting for youth jobs in Massachusetts. And it was just like so much, but it was just like really eye opening to be like, this is what happens. Like, you know, I'm from the Southeast, but you know, up North. And I don't know that we have like, I don't know if we have anything like that down here, but like to go up there and see like there's teenagers who are, you know, doing this. And like, it was a similar program to AmeriCorps. It wasn't AmeriCorps, but like they gave us like a very like modest living stipend that we had to use for like two months. You know, it really was like a great experience. So I encourage people, like if you are willing to kind of like step out of your comfort zone and do something that, um, you know, helping your community, but also like, you're seeing how that community lives. It's a great experience. That was my soapbox. That was a tangent, but that's AmeriCorps. And we've talked about city year two. So. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that life, you're going to have some uncomfortable experiences in life, but that's all a part of life. It's all about a, a part of growing. It's all a part of stepping out of yourself, shifting your perspective. We're human beings and we always think the world revolves around us and our just one view, our one belief, how we're raised. And I think giving back also just enables you to connect with other people that are human beings and seeing how they were raised and their life and seeing that there's a bigger world outside of yourself. So I always say, go for it. You're going to be uncomfortable at some point in your life. Mm -hmm. Just whether you're traveling here, whether you're helping here, whether you're stepping into a position here, whether you're getting a new job, whether you're going to a new school, just, just do it. Stretch yourself and grow. Right. I think that's a good lead into like, so we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, changing your perspective of here in America, but on a global scale, um, we're going to, we were going to mention Peace Corps too. Yes. Do you want to talk about Peace Corps, Kemi? Cause I think this is like, you know, opening up your global view. Cause like, yeah, we have like, we know that within our bubble here in America, we have a lot of, there's a lot of injustice here in America, a lot of issues here at home. And it's like, yes, definitely serve your country, sir, you know, definitely, I should say, yes, serve your country if you want to, but definitely, you know, impact where you can in your communities, but to be able to go overseas into an international arena is a great opportunity as well to see what's going on beyond our borders here. So yeah, Kemi, you want to talk about a Peace Corps 
what it is, maybe, yeah. and then, like, the benefits of it for people that do it. Yeah, so I'm on the website now, just kind of scanning over it. And the main thing that popped up right here is it says Peace Corps service can be the first step toward a career or the continuation of a life's work. Sharpen your skills in a field you've always loved or challenge yourself with a new opportunity. So that's the key word is challenge yourself. And they have different sectors on here that you can select. So you can do something maybe in terms of architect, um, agriculture, excuse me, agriculture, or you can maybe focus on education or health or community economic development or something that's environmental based or youth development. So you can click on different sectors to kind of find a niche that you're interested in and they'll draw you into different projects that you can um, try to apply for and sign up for. And these are things like, I feel like I've heard of Peace Corps for decades, to be honest. I, I heard about, about Peace Corps for decades, but I never really did my personal research into that or even thought of that right after college because I think I was more in the mindset of, I gotta go to the next step. I gotta go to like jump right into my next career versus sitting down and saying, hmm, what's my rush? You know what I mean? Because if I look at this now, I think I would consider doing something like a like my own mini kind of gap year and giving back, you know what I mean? And consider taking an alternate route and, I don't know, brainstorming from there what my next step would be career-wise or based off of this, maybe I could would further myself more and took the community. I don't know. But... Well, I was going to say, um, I was going to say tidbit, just... Random fact, not random fact, but if you're interested to know, so President Kennedy or Peace Corps was created under the Kennedy administration. And as you were saying that, I remembered when I went to, when I was in Boston that summer, we went to the Kennedy, like President Kennedy's presidential library. And I remember as you were talking, I was like, I think this is under President Kennedy. Like they had like a whole section about it. But yeah, if you're interested, mm -hmm. President Kennedy is the one that created the P or is created under his administration. Fun mm -hmm. fact is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so I'm looking up here right now under the student loan information. So they say, no matter what type of loans you have, contact your lender as soon as you accept your Peace Corps invitation to see what options are available. While serving, volunteers are still responsible for any student loans they have, but there may be benefits available to you, including deferment, parcel cancellation, income-driven repayment, or forgiveness. So that's the forgiveness is what we're looking for, folks. That's what we're looking for, because that means you don't have to pay those back. And there's potential benefits which depend on the type of loan. So whether it be federal or private, Perkins, Stafford, federal direct, federal direct, consolidated, etc. So it says here, there's a public service loan forgiveness. So Peace Corps Volunteer Service is considered qualifying employment for the Department of Education's Public Service Loan, PSLF. So if you are working full-time for a qualifying employer, PCLF forgives the remainder of certain federal loans for 120 monthly payments are made under a qualifying repayment plan. Under a qualifying repayment plan, your payments could be zero per month while volunteering. Signing up at the beginning of your service allows you to make the greatest number of qualifying payments. Nice. So maybe like a hundred, like 120 monthly payments. That's depending on how much your loan is that you owe them back. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Okay. Well, it is. I just, I just did the math and I was like, I think that's so it is good. That's like 10. So 120 monthly payments is basically paying for 10 years. So, but that's probably a lot less. Cause I know like, I don't know. I, 
I think both of us could probably do that because we're technically public servants. Um, I honestly haven't signed up for it because I was like, I may have my loans paid off before 120. Um, cause it, cause it's based on, I was looking at the federal website and we'll link all this stuff too, but I was looking at, um, the studentaid.gov go off of what you were saying, Kimmy, but it says yeah, 125, 120 qualifying monthly payments under a qualifying repayment plan. So that means you have to qualify for a certain payment plan or you, I mean, I would say, you know, and I would encourage people to look into like the payment plans that qualify for this. Um, because they'll say based on what your income is based on where you work, probably the government will say what your payments will look like. So maybe for some people, it, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure for a lot of people, it does work out well. They said for me, I feel like I didn't sign up for it because I was like, I think I'll have them paid off God willing before 10 years. Um, but it definitely 10 years. Cause I was going to say there's people who've been paying loans for like 30 years. So if you can pay yours off, if you can yeah. do your part for 10 and get the rest forgiven, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Pretty good. I think that, I think that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say the Peace Corps volunteers service time is two years plus three months of training U S citizens and at least 18 years of age or older. That's what you need to qualify for. They say it's perfect for college grads, retirees, career changers, anyone looking to make a difference in the world. And let's see what else they have on here. That's cool. I never, I never really thought about, I always thought about it for like people coming out of like either coming out of high school or coming out of college. I never thought like people who are like retired. I mean, I guess for anybody, anybody that wants to like to volunteer, you just volunteering globally. That's really cool. I never knew that. Yeah, and this is, they can volunteer in more than 60 countries. And then they also have a Peace Corps response volunteer. So this is specialized, it's high impact and short term assignments. So if you're, you have to probably look and see if, if this one, since it's kind of short term, you'd probably have to see if you qualify for any forgiveness uh, for your loans and that, right? But this is three to 12 months. This one's for experienced professionals and return volunteers, seasoned experts ready to use their skills to help communities abroad. Interesting. I'm assuming you must have to, you must be like in a specific niche, maybe like medical specifically, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes like medical or like... Health professionals. Yeah, you said like, you said it's like emergency response or like, so people like, if there's a natural disaster maybe, or like some kind of, I think, is that what it is? Okay. I think that's more what it's leaning towards, I believe. Okay, so yeah, I mean, that would be like medical, this is all medical. Like if you're a doctor, I'm sure if you're a nurse, if you are like a firefighter or EMT, I think that that's probably really... Um, probably really necessary, like needed, I'm sure too. Yeah. So that's another option. I mean, definitely look into it, see if it's a good fit for you. It's not going to be a vacation. You're going to be working very hard, you know, and upon completion of two years of service, the Peace Corps provides each volunteer with more than 10,000 pre-tax to help with the transition to life back home. This money is yours to use as you wish. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and then it says Perkin loan, the Perkins loans may be eligible for partial cancellation by your lender. Travel benefits, the Peace Corps covers the cost of transportation to and from the country of service. And each volunteer receives two paid vacation days per month of service and may use this time to travel to nearby countries. Some invite family or friends to visit so they can share their experience of the host country. They also have medical and dental benefits, Career benefits, 
graduate school benefits. I should have looked at that when I finished my master's degree. <laughs> and also, and of course, you'll have, you'll become part of a vibrant network. So that's really cool. Hmm. Yeah. So that's another option if you want to consider giving back after grad school or taking, you know, taking maybe like a, its own kind of way, a different kind of gap year as well. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I so, mean, so yeah, like, I'm sure that like what we mentioned, like two of the biggest ones that people have heard, Peace Corps, AmeriCorps, um, super popular. And I always think about like Elon always like wanted us to be global citizens. You were, I, th- I never thought about like. Always. Like they like, oh man, I, looking back, I'm like, man, I wish I would have done something like this just to get another perspective. Like, I keep saying like another perspective on a glo- on the global scale. Because we literally know, I mean, I've been out of the country, but that was for study abroad. I wasn't doing like volunteer work there. So, but imagine like if you're getting to do volunteer work or working in a community, like I said, either home or abroad, just to see different issues that other countries are facing is pretty amazing. But I'm sure you also learn the language. If you go to a country that doesn't, you know... Yeah. The language is different. Um, you learn another... Cause you, I mean, you have to immerse yourself in the community. So I, that, I assume the training that you'll do if you do AmeriCorps, you said it's like three months of training? Yeah, three months of training. Yeah, I'm sure they do like a language immersion if you're going to a country that does not speak English. Yeah, I would assume, yeah. Some kind of like immersion part of it, learning the customs, language, you know, to make sure that it's don't throw you in there. <laughs> cool to like be able to come back, like to go into a community and... To be able to talk to the people, like talk to people and I, you know, have a translator with you all the time because that builds like trust. So I just, oh, that's just like so cool. I wish I could go back in time and do that now. Well, apparently, apparently we can be retired. So maybe, maybe then or career changers. Once we retire, Kiki, once we retire, um, we're going to do this together. We're going to do Peace Corps, I mean, yes, let's go. We'll do Peace Corps. And hope, but hopefully our loans will be paid off by exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we do not have to use that part. I know exactly. Um. That's really cool, though. So yeah, two yeah. two really great programs to think about so far. Um, I guess I can talk about Amazon like quickly. Amazon, I read this article. They're the biggest. I think it said. I think it said they're like the the biggest employer in the United States. Obviously, don't we like people order from Amazon all the time? How many Amazon trucks do you see on the streets every day? So Amazon, I guess, is doing a really great thing. It says, this article I'm reading is from last September, so 2021. But it said that Amazon announced that it will pay 100% of college tuition for its approximately 750,000 U.S. hourly employees. So I haven't gotten deep enough into it but just to give you like a quick overview i believe they pay for like certain programs i say this because i have students and i, I thought about it and i was like oh i have students that come in like all the time and they're like i want to do xyz certificate or xyz degree because amazon's going to pay for it so really? the, the ones i hear the ones i hear the most are in the it field okay but I think they do. I saw something else too. Um, that's my. Do they bad. say that they like their? Do they say that they're how? Do they tell you how their jobs are? Because you know you hear a lot about Amazon though. I've heard mixed reviews about Amazon. Like I have. Well, I know somebody who works there now. He does like the warehouse, and he doesn't love it. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like most people work in the warehouse. So I f- I think the the a huge probably benefit of this is 
to work your way up. Cause I do hear once you get to like a manager position, of course, like you're not having to do like be on the floor doing that stuff. Um, but I mean, if we don't, if we're going to be, if Americans are ordering stuff all the time, we need somebody in the warehouse. I thank y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all for getting myself yeah. to me safely when I do order from Amazon. Yeah, I know. I use for, I use Amazon, Amazon. My dad works like, Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, he works higher up. They be working you. So, they do. I mean, if you if you have a job, if you're currently working at Amazon, then see if you can qualify for this, though. So make sure you're not just working to work. Make See what benefits you can get. That's a that's a big thing that we should um, also mention briefly, too, is like wherever you find your next your next job, look into their benefits and see what they have. See if their 401k will match you. See, you need to start thinking about that 401k. Once you get in that career field, get that 401k so you can retire as soon as possible. Uh, so think about that. And another good benefit as well is some companies will pay for your student loan reimbursement. So look into that for your benefits too. So that's definitely look at your benefits package. Don't take that for granted and say, oh, I'm just going to join the job. See how many vacation days you get off and what they're going to give you too because you, you are working for them. So see what they can give you in return. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I will say too, just reading this article from Forbes about Amazon, it says other major employers. So Target and Walmart are, are also doing similar things. So these are these are companies that are paying like it says, um, I don't know what Target and Walmarts are, but paying a large percentage of your tuition and also your fees, books, basically any educational expenses. So yeah, Kemi's absolutely right. You do want to like no matter where you go for a job, you do want to understand your benefits package. Because I know like my um, where I work, we get a free like curriculum class if you want if you want to take it like you can get at least one free curriculum class every semester so that could be cool like i haven't done it in a year or so but i have taken classes before just kind of like if you know if you have an interest in something specific or if you want to get a certificate or maybe you want to go back to get a degree like they'll pay for that class so that's really cool but you do really want to understand like your medical benefits if you maybe do because like if you do want to go into something in a related field, they may, you know, they may be willing yeah. to pay for that as well, or some give me some types of some type of tuition reimbursement or coverage towards a related field. So it can't be, you know, you're not like not working in higher education. You want to get a doc, you know, get your medical degree. They may not pay for that. You know, I don't know. You gotta you gotta talk to your company about that. But it's a good thing to look into when you get hired at a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some other companies that are on this list as well. So. It- I, what's looking like it's the most common theme is there's a maximum payout that they'll pay for you. And obviously they're going to pay part of your tuition back per month that you're working at the company. They're not going to say, you signed up, let's give you this $10,000 because they know you're going to leave. So what they do is they'll pay a small percentage each month and then you'll reach like a maximum over time and that will be it. But it's looking like a common thread here is similar to maybe like a maximum of $10,000 period. But they would either pay like a hundred per month, so it's maybe sound tiny now. But if you're gonna be in this company for a very long time, even for if you're gonna be there for five years, that's still a decent amount of of money that can be paid back towards your loan. So don't try to ignore these things. You know, take advantage of that. And some of these companies are Ali Financial. This is from a Forbes article, by the way. It's it is called well, this Mailchimp advertisement is right in the way so it's called 13 companies 13 companies that pay your student loans and this was november 19th of 2021 so this is fairly recent 
So we have Ally Financial. They will pay $100 per month in student loan repayment. They'll max out at $10,000. And there's about 19% of its employees that take advantage of this. You also have Carvana. They receive up to $1,000 per year to pay down their education debt. That's awesome. Carhartt, they do one as well. $50 per month. That's a little, I'll still take it, though. Uh, let me see. <laughs> and it's also available. I don't know. Anything counts. I'm like, I may be complaining, but you know what? I will take it. And... It's available to part-time and full-time employees, so that's awesome. You have Chegg on here. Chegg, we hope you sponsor us one day. They do that as well, $1,000 annually. <laughs> Estee Lauder, $100 per month. Yeah, so there's a lot of companies out here. Fidelity Investments, they will give up to $15,000. Google, they will match up to $2,500 in student loan debt per year per employee. Mm, wow, per year. That's pretty neat. I mean, they're probably, yeah, I'm assuming if you work at Google, you're getting paid well enough to pay that down in one year. Yeah, to get that match. Google, if you want to sponsor us as well. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) anybody that wants, any companies that Kemi's already listed that want to sponsor us. Wait, did you, um, have you mentioned Starbucks yet? No, I didn't mention Starbucks yet. Is it it on that list you have? Mm -mm. I'm surprised. Okay, Uh, I... As you were saying these things, I'm just like, these are th- things coming to me as you're saying this. I remember like years back. Um, so it did say uh, this article, and I get, we're going to link everything in the show notes. But I'm looking at a different article that Kemi actually found too. But Starbucks, back in 2014, they started partnering with Arizona State University to help uh, help their employees get tuition paid for um, for Arizona State's undergraduate for also on online degrees, excuse me. So let me say this again. So Arizona State and Starbucks are partnering or have partnered to help to help employees earn their college degree with full tuition coverage. But these are for online degrees to Arizona State, which is like perfect. You can still be, you can go to school, yeah. work your Starbucks job, maybe work another job too, whatever you do. But yeah, I do remember that from a while back. Um, that's amazing, yeah. especially if you are, because a lot of online courses are catered towards like non-traditional students. So people that have like kids, that have full-time jobs, and usually they're not there full-time most of the time. So that's great that they're offering to pay for that for people that, that they're not able to go full-time. So yeah. that's great. Um, and it's called the Starbucks College Achievement Plan, if anybody's interested. So if you're listening and you work at Starbucks or you want to work at Starbucks, keep that in mind. Um, it doesn't save anything it, it doesn't specify the programs i'm sure if you like look it up on that website you can see and it's i mean i really honestly think it may be any degrees um which is really really cool but i just thought about two kimmy mentioned um made people that have kids this is a side note tangent but if you work at like a college or a a college another organization your company may pay for your children like have discounts for your children to go to school i know where i work we do have educational benefits for spouses partners and children um Mm -hmm. who can get discounts and i'm looking at this list too and it does say like there's some educational benefits for families as well families of employees yeah that was one of the big factors that i was thankful for when it came to like going into higher ed, I was like, oh, okay, well, 
I know once I have a kid, <laughs> I am definitely working in higher ed because I can pay for their college. So they don't have to go into debt either. So my child will definitely take advantage of that. And yeah, and as well, like even one other perk about working in higher ed, I think you said for your job, they'll pay like a course per semester. Yeah, so I can actually take, I think, a course per semester too. I think it's free for myself as well. Yeah. And again, like I work at a community college, so I have my bachelor's degree. So it depends. Like if I'm going if I'm going to a program that I need like prerequisites, like then it could be beneficial, but I don't necessarily need anything. But if I want to get like a IT certificate, then yeah, I could take a class in IT and they'll pay for that. But I do know somebody who used to work with me. Um, she went to another college, but she like finished her master's degree a few years ago. And the college she went to or like now works at are paying for her PhD. So like, you know, oh, it's, wow. a, it's, a, it's a four year school. So they're like, they're, they can do more with like what they cover. So she's getting yeah. her PhD paid for. I think they cover like up to three classes a year. And that's like pretty mm-hmm. legit. Yeah. So she did the right thing, like did the smart thing to make that move to that college and to get, you know, cause I think she did, I want to say she did all her her undergrad at the same college got her master's from there and then did and now in her PhD program. So, I mean, it's really like, you really have to think about benefits. Like I know, I know like when I was going to a job, I wasn't, I was just like job pay, pay. I didn't, I was like job salary. I was like, great. I didn't think about what I would get like on the back end, like how it would benefit me in the future. Um, so, I mean, this is off topic, but even things like, do they have 401k programs? Can you invest like in your retirement? Um, mm-hmm. What are like just different things you can do to, to make sure that you are set for the future? You and your family, if you're you know choosing that, are set for the future. So yeah, I would definitely look into, you know, as you're, if you're at college, if you're currently in college about to graduate, you know, look into the, look into the employers you're, you know, you're researching see what their benefits packages look like for high, for new hires. Um, even, you know, our, I'm a state employee and people keep encouraging me like, stay, stay in your job for like a little bit longer. Cause so you can meet the state employee, oh, yeah. like, um, how, oh, what is it called? Like longevity pay. So right, right. yeah, I mean, I'm trying to hold I got that. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do that for private, but, um, no, I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah, I'm for state employee. That's like state employees is a wide is a wide range of things. Yeah. So they're like, even if you leave this college and go to another state entity, like you carry those benefits, you carry that with you. So I think it's like ten years or something like that, maybe. Um, but once you meet that ten years, like it, your benefits can increase over time. So I know like a lot like people who are about to retire, like their benefits are probably looking real nice going into retirement because they've probably been working for the state for. 25 plus years yeah so moral moral of the story is you know check out benefits packages (laughs) yeah that too oh like no i think i think we just talked about it before but people like we talked about like i can just never see myself working at a job the same place for 30 years like shout out to our parents and our grandparents our aunties and uncles who have done that for a long time because i just can't imagine but that was like a trend for that generation. But yeah, then that they they can retire. Cause they've been there for so long. They can retire with like really nice benefits. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a thing. I don't know this, our generation is a little bit different. We don't really stay places for too long, but if you can, you know, stay in an entity that can help you with life for later, then that that's really good. Yes. Yes. 
I'm, so going, I'm going on a tangent. Wanna... Sorry, sorry for my tangents today. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're fine. Relevant ramble, girl. That's fine. So, so something else I wanted to shout out was um, we're gonna shout out Dexter. So he has a website. So it was back on like New Year's Eve. We're talking to Dexter, which is Ryan's brother-in-law, um, and we're all talking about podcasts. I was like, yeah, me and Kiki, we have our own podcast. Um, we're trying to talk and give people advice and families like guidance about like life after high school and where to be savvy with your investment, yada, yada, yada. And then I know where he's like, oh, I actually made a website and it specifically talks about, it specifically lists companies that do tuition reimbursement. And I was like, how random is that? But can I shout this out? <laughs> like, how, what are the odds? You know what I mean? So I was like, so let me shout this out. Can I, can I shout your website? So his website is called Debt Bennies. So like debt benefits, Bennies. So it's www dot d-e-b-t b-e-n-n-i-e-s dot com so he's currently working on this now like he's he's putting in a lot of effort into this and it's he was saying it was a passion project for him because it's not like he has he's manually adding these in he doesn't have like a python code to throw into the internet to extract this information from debt from companies so he's doing the research on his own and plugging it in so by the time you guys hear this, go show some love on that website. And I think he also has a way for you to add your email in there so you can stay on an email list if you want this information. So if you're a college student, definitely in your senior year or even your junior year, plug into this so you can get some ideas of maybe potential companies that you want to get linked up with. But he has a whole list of of club members. Like he, he calls them club members. So these are the companies that give the reimbursement. So he has Abbott on here. AAA, Carvana's on here. We've seen Carvana before. Chegg is on here too. So he has a whole entire list on here. Estee Lauder's on here. We spoke about them before. Hulu and a bunch of other different names that we didn't mention before. So I'm gonna not mention them all because I want you to go to that website. So again, so go take a look. Again, it is www.debtbennies.com www.debt b-e-n-n-i-e-s dot com shout out to dexter for that because that's a passion project he didn't have to do that like he made a website for that he didn't have to do that he wanted to have a resource for the community so that's amazing yeah and he's i, I just looked on i was like you were talking i was like let me go see if there's a social media i mean i, I think because this is something like that's in the work still for dexter right yeah. so i mean he has an instagram pay i'm pretty sure it's him i i, I, I saw his followers and it's people that we know so um <laughs> <laughs> um or at least at least while well, I see Lauren on here. So at least one person that we know. So yeah, go, go follow Instagram too. It's, it's debt Benny's. So when, you know, Dexter is really popping off, you can say that you were a follower when, um, way back when. So yeah, he's on Instagram as well. But yeah, that's really, that's like so cool. That's like so random that y'all were just talking about that and like it came up, but that's really cool that it like, yeah. it fits into what we're doing here. So yeah, I was like, how random. I see, this is the power of networking. <laughs> you just talk to people and then you find out, oh man, there's a connection here. Let me shout this out later on. You know? So Kiki, what was your biggest wisdom that you've taken away from this money series? Other than we are not rich at the moment. Yeah. I mean, ugh. it's it really just like, it's not even, it's not even any, like one thing specifically that we talked about it's really just to get my finances in order. I think I I've gotten to a point where, and this is like just honesty. I 
got a credit card like after I graduated and I just did not understand like how to use it. I was like, oh, I got money. Like I saw the balance and I was like, oh, this is how much money I have. But I have a, I have right. a friend that um, used to work with me, but he's always like, he's like him, him and his fiance are so like financially literate. And he actually said, she's the one that got him to understand money like better and like how to use credit cards better. But he always says like, we only use our credit card for like gas and groceries, basically things that you know you yeah. can pay back. I was going out and like putting money on whatever. If I wanted to go shopping, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go shopping with my credit card. And the issue with credit debt um, is like, and I also was like doing cash advances. I, I was just like at a point where I didn't, I wasn't unemployed. So I was like, I just need money. I, I hate to ask for help. So I was like, I'm just gonna, I was like, I looked it up and I, I was like, oh, I can do cash advances, not knowing anything about how they work. So, mm. you know, now four years later, it's kind of like, it hurts because it hurts your because in- my interest is high on my credit card. So I probably could have like be paying it off like easily, but that interest hits and it's like, it's ridiculous. So um, just, just learning like, not to be scared of finances. Like we all, we all have to, all have to learn. Um, I think by this point, y'all will have heard Tyrese talk, but um, yeah. yeah, he, he just made, made a lot of good points. Like, you know, we're all in, like, well, Hemi and Kemi, a lot of our listeners, I think are in our thirties and, you know, we're like, oh man, I have to do this we're and this 25. and this. Yeah. Sorry. Kemi's 25. Um, I'm 31 now, but anyway, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's like, we have to have, have it all together by this time. And it's like, no, you no. don't. And I, I know it's like so cliche, but it's like, it's always, there's always a time to like turn things around. So I think yes. for me, just learning, like listening to like Tyrese and like just talking about all these things, I'm like, okay, this is the time to like, not be afraid of my finances, like not be afraid of my student loan debt. Like I accrued it. I took it out. It's something that I didn't know about back then. It's what I have now. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be scary to me. It's like it shouldn't be a burden to me. Like yes, right. financial financially or finances can be a burden, but we shouldn't make them a burden. Um, if you can live within your means, I think that's the biggest thing. Like living within your means, yeah, is is huge. So it just encouraged me. So like one day I really had to sit, sit down and like look at my finances, like take into account everything that I make. Um, I spend a lot of money that I shouldn't need, like eating out a lot. Don't need to do that. I'm guilty too. Yeah. Um, and eating out a lot, spending like shopping and just being, just being like silly. Um, and there could be deeper reasons as to why we do things we do, but I've talked a lot today. Let me shut up. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's just not, not to be afraid of, past mistakes because it's like it, it's yeah. not it doesn't define who we are um you know to be able to sit down and just say like okay this these are the places that i need to take it like look at right now i just i just like keep thinking about what tyree said like what like what kind of life do you want to live and i want to live comfortably i don't want to i don't want to i don't want finances to be a burden to me even if i'm not making what i want to make they don't they don't have to be a burden even with yeah. everything i have all the debt that i have if again, if we live within our means, like we don't have to live, like keep up with the Joneses, it's right. silly. Um, yes. All that, like, what's it called? Klarna and what's the other one that people like you, you know, like pay as you go or like pay, pay, buy now, pay later stuff. Like I haven't used that, but 
if you don't have it, you don't have it. You know, that's the whole yeah, thing with credit. Okay. Like it credit, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, credit is really like a, is a, the devil. Okay, like it's good if you have the money. If you can say like I'm gonna use my credit, I'm trying to build my credit. If you have it in your account to pay back later, and I've, I've heard too like paying back before your payment before your um due date, like yes. paying it early is like there's so yep. many things that I'm having to learn now because I didn't know them before. I wasn't. I just wasn't privy to it before. Um, so this whole series, what can we ask me? I'm answering it now. It just told me, it just taught me just to take care of what I have now. Like, I'm gonna say one more thing. This is like, so I heard, um, Miles Monroe, he's a, he was a pastor that passed away like tragically a few years ago, but he was talking to, I just happened to like listen to something he was on YouTube, but he was, he was just talking about how, if you can't take care of what you have now, like how can God increase if you can't mm. take care of what you have now? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, if you're, if you're with your salary or like even with your living space, if you're in my room, can we see my room is a little messy, but like, if you can't take care of your living space or you can't take care of your finances, those are like being good stewards. And I know I'm going on a rant, uh, no, you know, you're, you're churchy rant now, but like, that's for everybody. If you, um, if God's going to give you a little bit and you can't manage that little bit, why right. is he going to get, why would he give you a million dollars? Cause you're going to spend the million dollars in two days. Exactly. So if we Thank can't you. be good stewards, just like you're saying and right. manage things well with the gifts that he gives us, we're just reckless. Exactly. So, yeah. exactly. No, that's so yeah, that, that's like stuck with me. So there's a lot of things that I'm just like, get your, get my affairs in order to live comfortably, not have to be um, stressed about things. And there's other ways to, live comfortably. I know we, you know, have like a one job mindset, but Kimmy and I have talked a lot about like, how can we have other streams of income? Yeah. So just a lot of things I have to think about now at this time in my life. Um, so I don't have to live life burdened by silly things. I just want to live like a joyful, comfortable life, like the way God intended for us to live, not burdened by, worldly things you know so totally thank y'all for listening to my ted talk what about you kemi <laughs> i just think it's just financial literacy it's just so important and i think we miss out on that so much being educated at such a young age to have a kind of function of this is how i should handle my my finances from the get-go like yesterday my my nephew like they were moving out um into a new place and the mover was like oh i'm gonna hire you on so like he he gave him 75 dollars for the day and then i said what did i tell you whenever you make money 25 percent, you put that somewhere and you don't touch it so i'm trying to like really press in on him to be like whenever whatever money you make take 25 percent, put it somewhere and don't you touch it and then um so he can at least put it in a bank account and just start saving and, and learning like this should be my emergency funding or for something else or for a rainy day just to instill that because when i was a kid i didn't really understand that that much i would save up for for one item then spend it but i didn't know to still have money like you know still over saved for a rainy day so i think that's very important for families just to start and if, and if you are a, a, someone who's older and you don't understand everything, try to get some research and like Tyrese said, get like a mentor or even maybe a financial advisor or just get some information. Because if you don't know, then you can learn too and you could change, you know, and not have to be in debt, have more financial freedom, not, you know, 
you, there are changes that you can make, you know, and living in financial freedom. I think he was saying uh, he was in, it was indescribable to explain to someone what it's like to not have any debt on their back anymore. And I'm, I'm just like, God, I want to be there one day. Jesus, help me get there, you know, just to get rid of these loans and just know what that's for. Like, I don't owe anybody anything. So, but I think that that's so important because if you really look at how much debt that people are in, it's astronomical. And it's so commonplace versus we could actually be taught for it not to be common and how to actually do wise spending. So, yeah, I think that's just the need is there and how that need can be met in communities more often. I don't know. Hopefully, maybe we can produce something to help others in addition to this podcast, but just praying for that tool to be realized and for people to grab a hold of it. Amen. I mean, there, there's so many too, like Instagram pages. Um, there's a, there's like a whole like minimal movement in this generation, mm-hmm. like living minimally. And those, I mean, I don't know, they don't necessarily talk about their debt, but they just talk about how they don't, like they're not spending money on a whole lot of stuff. That's a whole, that's another thing too. Like America, we're so consumer focused, like, oh, a PS5 came out. I have to buy the new PS5. Like, that's great. If you have it, don't like, I guess, you know, basically with financial literacy, if you don't have it to spend, don't spend it yeah. is what we really need if to be taught. If you don't need it, then you don't have to buy it. Like, right. Exactly. Like, like even moving right now and just condensing my stuff and just seeing some of the, the crap that we have, like I donated like so many clothes and some of these clothes I didn't even wear. And I was right. just like, every time when I buy something new, I have to get rid of something old. Because right. this is yeah, just true. too much. Because mm-hmm. I'm not even wearing what I'm purchasing. I'm wasting money. And it's just waste in general, you know? So I think, because there's some minimals out, minimalistic people out there that I'm like, well, that's too minimal for me. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's yeah. extremes. There's extremes to it. But yeah, yeah I would but, say, like, definitely check out, like, some of the Instagram pages. Like, if you follow, um, I know there's a website or, yeah, a website, a company called Clever Girl Finance. And they have a lot of great tools and resources for like budgeting um mm-hmm. there's yeah just if you if you look up if you type in debt free on instagram or minimalist on instagram i'm sure you can find so many people somebody that you know is in tune with what you're looking to do but just to get like some inspiration on youtube google just to get inspiration on how to start your journey off yeah is is a huge it's just it's, it's a step in the right direction yeah yeah yeah. And I guess like one last like tip too. like, I remember like our pastor was talking about like tithing and how like you kind of to put your finances in order. It's like obviously like tithe first, then pay like your top bills first, like everything that needs to be paid like right off the bat, like your insurance year this year, this year, this year, that pay all that first in the beginning of the month if you can. And then the rest of what you have, then that's what you have to play with. So you're not sitting there like, I can play, 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 play. Ooh, actually, I need to dip this out, dip this out. So at least you have all the stuff taken care of first. And then you have a, what's left. That's what you know you need to manage. That's all you can manage. So you're not messing it up and overspending or like, you know. So that could be a helpful tip for someone out there, too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, do you want to wrap it up, Kimmy? I'll let you wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Thank you for listening to our ramble sesh at the end. But we really hope that you took some kind of piece of of knowledge with you that you can maybe share with your your family or just um, meditate on yourself and 
We pray for your improvement, whether it be finances, whether it be any of your decision-making with your friends and your family, and we hope that this truly just helped you. We pray that you strive, that you are financially financially free, and we pray that you listen to our next episode. But thank you all, <laughs> but thank you all for listening in, and we will see you on the next one in our next series. We are going to talk about all things travel and international topics. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys on the next one. All right. But yeah, see y'all. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.